and welcome to Kingdom Faith Worship Podcast. Hey-oh. We're back. It's us again. It's me, Colin Squires. Me, Pete Norman. And me, Jonathan Dyke. We are joined indeed today by Pastor Jonathan Dyke. What a legend. Pastor Jonathan, what a legend. So um, Pastor Jonathan, yes, uh, for those who don't know, um, this lovely gentleman heads up the Worthing congregation. So those who don't know, we've got King of Faith Horsham, King of Faith Crawling, King of Faith Worthing, and uh, um, Pastor Jonathan, amongst others, but um, in this locality, Pastor Jonathan heads up the Worthing congregation. And, uh, and so... Um, what a pleasure to have you with us today. Thanks very much. We're gonna we're gonna jump straight into it today. Are we? Um, because I believe you are having a dentist appointment. I do, so. <laughs> which I'm really looking forward to. <laughs> we thought it'd be better to do it this side of the appointment. Absolutely. And we we actually start all of our worship podcasts when we have a guest on um, yeah. by asking this question. Yes. Um, what is very deep, important question? So really think about it. What is your most embarrassing moment in worship. Something has happened in a worship meeting or that oh, kind of context no. that was really awkward. What, to me, or yeah. what I've seen others do. <laughs> well, <laughs> either. Let's have both. <laughs> yeah, the best one. Well, I've, I've, yeah. I've specially dropped my uh, voice an octave for this. Uh, have you read oh, it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at that. We've got Barry White. You're sounding deep and meaningful. Yeah. Barry Tone. Barry Tone. <laughs> oh, 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 see what we did there. That was quite good. So the most embarrassing for me, yeah. I think... I, I suppose my, my my best embarrassing worship service is, is is when I'm just singing my head off in the bath. <laughs> and you're just kind of enjoying being on your own, a bit of you know. But only forgotten to lock the door, particularly yeah. when our kids were at home and they would come and they wouldn't even knock on the door. They just come in and uh, one of the most famous ones. I won't tell you who it is because you two would know them. Is I was there singing, and one 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 person came and just had a wee, and I was in the <laughs> middle of really praising Jesus and having a great time. And suddenly. <laughs> it was Who, it was just yeah. changed the mood, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Very nonchalantly, just came in, went out. The trickle sound of trickling on porcelain. Yes, yes, that. And then and then I, you know, in the middle of you know singing Jesus, you're wonderful, it was like, don't forget to wash your hands. And then <laughs> Carol, Carol, but I mean other times right. in, in other places, you know, get the opportunity to travel around different parts of the world, and that's always fun. And I suppose embarrassing for me is is when somebody's just so lost in worship but Every note's off. It's flat. Yeah. <laughs> Does it go through the worship filter if it comes from a heart of praise? Uh, well, <laughs> do you think? I didn't throw through anything. God's auto tune. <laughs> I didn't throw anything. Does it just get on your wick and it's all? It kind of got on me. You know, it's it a bit like I know a song that get on your nerves kind of moment. Okay. But, <laughs> but the passion was there. And, yeah, but, yeah. But, you know, you feel a bit embarrassed for them for a minute, but actually they couldn't really care less. They were just enjoying themselves. Yeah. And it was fun. It was okay. I wonder in those moments whether whether God is sat on His throne, He's looking down, and He's uh, and He's going. Do you know what the person there who's singing their heart out, who sounds terrible, is going? I love the sound of that exactly. praise. And the person next to him who's like, everyone, check out my amazing harmonising and my, my brilliant voice. He's going. Mm, no. I like that, Colin. I love this guy. Yes. yes. Uh, me. I, I think God couldn't really give a rip as yeah, to yeah. the quality of the musicality. It's a quality. Could we even go so far as to say? He doesn't listen to the outward appearance, but well, or la- outward noise. He listens to the heart. Well, I think God listens to us in a different Deep. way than we listen to us anyway. <laughs> well, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Fortunately. Yeah. But I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, think, I think, you know, because the Bible's a bit confusing, it? Because you kind of see God, hear God, whatever. But I, I think God is, f- picks up the vibe. Yeah, yeah. For me, it's a vibe. He picks up the vibe of a heart. Yeah, yeah. Before the sound of it. Because yeah. every time you make a noise, it's vibrating in it, and I, I think he, God picks up the vibe of the heart. Yeah. Is it? Is That's it? You know, it, yeah. is it? 
Is it for me? Is it honest? Is it real? It's way down the list that he says, is it in tune? Yeah, right. And, and I'm really thankful, actually, to be honest. Yeah. I think that's nice. Me too. It's actually something that I've heard you talk about particularly quite a lot, that you talk about, not physically, I think, um, but maybe you could explain, but maybe spiritually, the sound in the room, like the sound of heaven. Yes. And what do you mean by that? Do you mean like it's when everyone just hits the note perfectly and everything sounds beautifully harmonious physically? I think sometimes it can be like that. I think you just pick it up within your own, in a a person, the, the bit that goes is in you is it just resonates right it's not a natural sound of what is this where is this who am i i feel good drummer and everything else yeah you know because i'm a drummer so i'm not a musician at all so i speak from a purely (laughs) non-musical point of view you said it not me (laughs) (laughs) but for me there's just a resonance it's a bit like um the heartbeat that i want is the same as the heartbeat that god has yeah uh, and so it doesn't really matter what I feel like or look like or sound like. I think God God inspires me, us, to reach out yeah, and just right. tune in to to who God is. Uh, and you, you just feel it. Yeah. Uh, and there's, there's joy in there. There's freedom in there. I think there's just no sense of self is probably the best way f- that I can describe it. Right, right. Is that I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't care what people think. I don't care what. How people are going to respond? You know, if if I was if I had decent boxers on, I would strip down to my boxers <laughs> and Do run a David. about like David. Yeah. <laughs> but but not not literally. Although some people might do it literally, but I just think that sense of in your own your own well being with Jesus. It's actually I'm giving him the best I can, yeah, and it's yeah, great, enough. and I love it. Yeah, yeah. right, right. Why? We've had some questions sent in. We have. So, <laughs> Sorry, what was that? Was that Pete? Can I just questions? put a, pit, a pitch shift on your voice? So I couldn't answer. You in yeah. so kind of. Yeah. We have some questions. Too high. <laughs> yeah. Do we have some questions? Like Mars attacks. <laughs> yeah, we've, 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 this is actually a perfect question, I think, for you, Pastor John. I've got, I've got a good I think the last question. How come I've not one. seen any of these questions? <laughs> Well, we don't want to prepare no, you too much. The one that starts with someone on the worship team. I was going to go with how do keep. How do, how do keep? Ke- I just realised. Keep. How do keep is how actually. do keep? Which one should we do first, Pete? Do Let's keep? do that last one. Last one I first. Think that's a perfect one for. <sighs> disguise the uh, the the question writer with with one of your interesting voices, Colin. Yes, okay, on, this Colin. is from this is from Lucy H from Scarborough, and I imagine. <laughs> No well, I don't know who that, that is. No then no one knows. No one knows who that is. But her voice so, sounds something so I'm like disguising this. Disguising her voice so you don't know who this was. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Someone on the worship team, or with a microphone, sings slash plays slash says something that maybe doesn't line up with the Bible, i.e., something prophetic. But you sense it might not be from God. As a worship leader, how do you address that? That was exactly, I think, how she probably sounds. There's a lot of flash and grab going on there. There was, there was. How how would I address that? So this was done in a public setting in front of loads of people. Somebody picks up a microphone and they start singing, you know, I don't know, something. Something that's off. Yeah, something just weird. Well, I've I've dealt with that over the years in different ways. One is with a gun, one is without a gun. (laughs) (laughs) Tranquilizing arts, of course. (laughs) Yes, of course. (laughs) Yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, I think depending on the intensity of it, is sometimes I've I've just gone if if you can you've just gone to them I've whispered in their ear in the in their hair and in their ear <laughs> can you just stop right that's not that's for one. now that's, that's not for now yeah yeah or I, I happen to believe that God is bigger than a prophetic voice 
and he, he can he can deal with stuff right. if it comes out a bit wrong. Right, that's interesting. But but if 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 it's very soulish and if it's very self-focused and if it's even negative and very kind of takes the energy, the god part from the meeting, right? right. Then sometimes you just got to step in there and refocus on on what we're supposed to be doing. And I think thankfulness is good with that. Praise yeah. is good with that. But either way. I'd always go and have a conversation with them afterwards and right, right. ask them a question. When you had that from the law, what, what was going through your head? Was anything going through your head? Yeah. Um, what do you think happened with you when you brought it? So I always see it as a bit of a learning exercise for yeah, them. Yeah. But, but obviously when, when it's out, it's like toothpaste. Once it's out the tube, you can't put it back. Right. <laughs> all, all you can do is, is I accept that actually God's bigger than, than that. But, but I think if I'm the worship leader then I have a responsibility to, to know what's coming. Right. To know what's coming. So would you, would you think there's a, a place for, if you're the worship leader and someone else is there, a BV or something, that, that there should be a case of there's a check with you or a nod from you or yeah, something like that? I think that? eye contact's really important. So I think how we, stand, how we position ourselves on stage because I think when the Holy Spirit is moving in the way that we all want him to move, he, he knows how to interrupt if i can use that yeah that, yeah, that, yeah, that word mean. because in one sense the holy spirit is always going to interrupt what we want to do right yeah because uh, he's going to want to go and say something do something different usually release something actually yeah, yeah. what what some people call trigger moments and, and that's why i said you know with or without a gun but depending on what it is hopefully there's been some you know what's coming next yeah. you know who's likely to You're bring quite, something yeah, from the yeah. lord and when and how some people are just really really good at releasing a sense of the adoration of the lord and they tend to yeah. do that a little bit more right. other people they tend to release a bit more of a breakthrough kind of let's push it a god a little bit more other people it really engages a much more with the corporate dynamic in the room but usually they that's what they tend to do yeah so you, you know what's coming yeah, yeah. You, and i suppose you, thinking about coming. that question there i suppose it comes back to recruiting people into the team well you're less yeah. likely to have anomalies exactly like I think in one that, sense right. everybody in the room is part of the worship team Quite. it's just okay. that as worship yeah, leader we have responsibility I think to invest mm. in the people that are on the stage with us yeah. and yeah. on the stage behind us if I can put yeah. it that way yeah. and I think that's done by meeting we got together mobilising people in their gift, yeah, their like passion. Practicing yeah, like prophetic. I think we can rehearse the prophetic. Absolutely. And I don't think God minds that. Yeah. No, not at all. I, I think God just wants to make it valid and valuable. Yeah. You know, any, any spiritual gift that's done in a corporate setting needs to be valid and valuable. Yeah. And I think we, can, we have yeah, to learn yeah, to do great. that. But also it encourages others to have a go. Yeah. You know, if it's a safe environment and if God's in the room, it's about as safe as it's ever going to be. Well, Colin said an interesting thing to me a couple of years ago. He said, if you give people the space to make mistakes, the less mistakes they'll make, the more space you give them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I suppose and in I terms think, of... You know, giving a bit of freedom, particularly in a safe environment like a worship practice... Yeah. yeah. So that you know, okay, well, this is safe. Doesn't matter. You know, look, if you think out of heresy, oh, we'll chat about <laughs> yeah. it later. Woods, yeah. you know, later, and, and it so, won't be. It won't matter. I, I don't think people tend to. I might be totally wrong. You might have some people respond to this. I don't think people tend to sing out heresy on purpose. No, no. they I tend to sing out heresy out of no. ignorance. You know, they just don't know. They just don't know what is and what is. I isn't. once heard somebody <laughs> sing out. Um, they were trying to remember the lyrics to a bridge of a song that we did here years ago. And um, uh, it was something along like, Jesus, you are our example. Um, 
something like that. But anyway, the lyric was, you're our example. And they started singing through this bridge, uh-huh. and they got to the bit where Jesus, you're our example. And they obviously couldn't remember what it was, and they filled in the blank or whatever they thought it was, which was, Jesus, you're our disciple. Which, <laughs> of course... Isn't true at all, isn't? <laughs> and so everyone was like joining in, and then they kind of got to this point, and everyone sort of. But the person, obviously, they weren't. They weren't saying no. Jesus is our disciple. No. They were probably in their head in the moment, thinking like, "I'm your disciple," and hadn't thought about the language. It wasn't heretical in heart whatsoever. No. It was an honest mistake, and actually, you could get it. And the correction was literally, as you said, it was just. Well, I don't think in that case, actually, I don't think they even needed correcting no, or anything. They knew exactly I'm not what. One, one particular. It was just you, a, a little mistake. You're just saying that just made me think of one. It was a few years ago where you know there was a lot going on. The worship was really strong, and people really meeting with the Lord. And somebody stood up and brought this word. Um, I can't remember exactly. It's, it, but, but, but the call was it. Abraham said to the people of God, "You know, we're, we're at the Red Sea, and stand and see what God is right. going to do." <laughs> And it all went quiet. And he said, oh, um, God made a mistake. It was Moses that said that. And it was all done within the same spirit. It's like, yeah. what? But I think God's bigger than that. Yeah, but I yeah. think part, part of our ignorance stops us from going into the depths that God wants us to. Yeah. Because I think ignorance is not bliss. That's a myth. Um, you know, Paul says in the Bible, I don't want you to be ignorant about spiritual gifts. And the way to develop gifting is to use it. Yeah, yeah. Right. But in oh, that, yeah, we can abuse it. We all know in part and prophesy in part. So totally. even the most prophetic, amazing worship leader, the yes. most experienced, gifted, whatever, yes. still, according to Scripture, will never get it 100%. Exactly. And it might right. line up with Scripture, but it might not be the now word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it can be a reinforcing Mostly. thing. It can be an instructional thing. You know, I've, I've seen hundreds of people healed through God releasing healing through worship. Well, why, why wouldn't he? You know, if we're really in the presence of the Lord, in the presence of the Lord, there's, there's not room for sickness. But then somebody can stand up and say, you know, thus says the Lord. Norm- normally, if anybody says, thus says the Lord, it normally isn't, unfortunately. <laughs> no, um, certainly if, not all of it. Anyway. No, <laughs> if it is the Lord, then the weight of it and just the focus of it says, thus say the Lord for yeah. it. But kind of to, to go back to the question about what would I do, I think partly I would be um, excited that they've had a go. Yeah. They brought what they thought was the Lord. If it was just doctrinally incorrect, then I'll get them to maybe do a bit of a word search on it, a bit of a Bible study on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. If it just totally flattened the meeting, then they'd get, they're going to know that. Yeah. Well, you hope. I hope. So I would ask them a question, what do you think happened when you brought yeah, that yeah. from the Lord? And hopefully help them work it out. And it becomes, therefore, a God turning all things around for good. And right. it's not about you stuffed up the meeting, but it's about Precisely. how can you learn from it to grow next But a good time. way yeah, to learn to be confident in that public setting is to, is to rehearse it in your private world. Yeah. So, you know, you've got some praise and worship on, a bit of a notepad or a... Or a um, dictaphone or something if I use dictaphones yeah. now or a device <laughs> and when you get something from the Lord just sing it into it yeah. and play it back to someone who you trust that's got a bit of spiritual authority been on the journey a little bit further than you and say I had this the other day what do you think yeah and I, th- I, I liked what you said about you know it's, it's difficult once the tooth, toothpaste is out yeah. the tube and to maybe rather than this one we need to know that kind of wisdom of how to deal with it in the moment but the real wisdom is how to prevent the moment Precisely. happening. And Pete, how would that happen in this kind of context? With when do you, as a worship leader and as, and as a worship director, know? Okay, I think this person is ready to be released. Because ideally, I would I would imagine you don't want people on on the stage who are in a position where they could start singing something out if you didn't trust them or you'd had a witness from the Holy Spirit that this person's. Well, it's kind of a lot easier here, really, because I think we've got a very, very prepared 
right. group of people because, I mean, nine out of ten of them have been through the Bible college. Right, right. What so a great Bible college is. So there's what the a great answer. Bible if someone's going to sing something wrong, send them to King of Faith Bible yes. College. And it was <laughs> what a good <laughs> weather. Ramp up plugging. Ramp We're very, very blessed with that. So that takes a lot of the the pressure off and a lot of the groundwork's already done. You know, they have yeah. a great grounding with the truth. Um, and so, you know, a lot of us here, we have a, um, although we are, you know, a spirit-filled church that is, you know, totally led by the Holy Spirit, we are so word-focused as well. Yeah. Just generally, you know, the, the Bible teaching is amazing here. You know, people are prepared. People are, are already ready. And to be honest, I, you know, I... Try. I, I don't want the worship team to be an exclusive club. Yeah, right. But at the same time, I, I want anyone who's a worshipper and has a worshiping heart to be able to be in the worship team. Right. Yeah. And then you're balancing that with, are they mature enough? Because they are, you know, you're, you know, however you do it, whatever role you play on the platform or the stage, wherever you call it, people look up to you and they take their cues from yeah, you and their permission from you. You mentioned a good word, their maturity there, because I, I think that's a key. Because for me, yeah. spiritual maturity has got nothing to do with age. No, yeah, not yeah, at yeah. all. No, you're um, right. Because I've seen people who have known God for years and they're still, they're not 30-year Christians. They've just been one year old 30 times. Yeah, yeah. I've known other people that have only known God for two years and yet God just seems to use them in some pretty amazing ways. Yes. Yeah, very true. But I think for me, um, the, the, one of the keys with developing what I call a platform gifting is... Is, is the lifestyle that that person off the stage. Yeah. So it's not some Absolutely. switch. But Absolutely. I think also in this setting with Kingdom Faith, we are extremely blessed because I think in, in the congregation, certainly in Worthing and Crawley and definitely in Horsham, is that we are used to hearing God speak from the platform. Right. And I think that also creates a hunger from people, what is God saying in this moment? Mm. And I think it's, it's, it's about touching the... The, the 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 blue touch paper in the right way and releasing what God is saying, so that it doesn't go into nothing. It actually yeah, goes yeah. into a contextual setting yeah. where people are going to respond to it, like yesterday morning. By the sounds of it, in Horsham congregation, what was the message? Well, God spoke prophetically throughout the whole morning yeah. through various people, yeah. and that's what the people needed. Yeah. Well, yeah. you can't rehearse yeah. that no, on the stage. No. But you do rehearse that off the stage. Yeah. yeah through yeah. lifestyle, through relationship, through trust. Well, there's one way I do do it. There are practical ways. I said do do. There's one way that yeah. I do do. do. Um, and that is through the, you know, through the Bible College, if you're recruiting people to the worship team, there's a mentoring process yeah, and an yeah. oversight and an accountability. But also within the church context, there is as well. And I'll ask Colin, our new people's director, about a new person. I'll say, how are they doing? Do they think they'll be all right in the worship team? They might say, well, you know, they're going through a few issues or whatever, you know, maybe just hang fire a little while and see how they get on. Or he might say, yeah, go ahead, they're great. Or then ask around the small groups as well and make sure that someone's in a, a home group, life group, small group, whatever you call it within your context, just so that there's that, and ask the leader of that yeah, person in that group just to make sure. Yeah. You know, so there's a little bit of an accountability to make sure that maturity well, I think is also there. It, that's really important, isn't it? Because I think all of our gifting should be accountable to somebody. But I think also yeah. that whole journey, and I love that journey, is that it, people are part of the house. People are part of the group that they are going to bring that gift to. Yeah. And I think that's really important as well. Um, in my experience of praise and worship, you know, it's, it's quite 
subjective. People have people have different views. They like it or they don't like it. But I've found that we never criticise what we belong to. Right. It just doesn't happen. That's it just doesn't happen. Good. We never criticise what we That's belong to. Good, yeah. What we want to do is to build it up and encourage yeah, yeah. it and see it more. Yeah. And I think there's something tremendously valuable through the process which I see here, and I love it here, is that people feel not just part of the worship team, but part of the house. Yeah. Well, yeah. there we go. Well, it's not a hobby, is it? Exactly. We're not, and and uh, it's not like, oh, I'm just filling in because we're not doing Jesus a favour. It's not a hobby. Exactly. You're fulfilling the call of God on your life, or you're not. No, but the point I'm trying to make yeah. is I think you can cult- cultivate that in any church, but it right. takes time. Yeah. Uh, but the end game is not whether you've got gifting being released on the stage it's about whether you've got gifting released through the hole yeah yeah it's, yeah, it's, so it's activated yeah. from the yeah. stage maybe but yeah. actually it's through the whole is that you know the whole church becomes prophetic in its nature quite great well, there we go. We're going to have to finish there because I know Pastor John I've got has to, go got to, the to get to his dentist appointment. Dentist. But thank you so much, Pastor John. I've got a question I really want to ask you. We'll have to get you on again sometime because I want to ask you about, um, just to whet your appetites, those of you at home. Wet um, appetite. With an H, that is, not like okay. drizzle, you know. Um, wet your appetite. Um, yes. How worship um, has looks in your context in the Worthing congregation okay. and as your experience from being a, a a pastor in, in the leadership when Kingdom Faith was more one congregation or yep. one one church here to how that now looks like in a multi-site. Okay. So for, for next well, time, when we get you one? back on, That's yeah. That's a great question, yeah. Connie. Thanks and so hopefully much. the anaesthetic will have worn off but by then. But thank you so much for joining us. It might be better if I hadn't. <laughs> <laughs> if, um, if you've got any questions, whether you'd like to pose them to us or to Pastor Jonathan, then you can write them in at colin.squires at kingdomfaith.com or pete.norman at kingdomfaith.com. Uh, Till then, we'll, um, yeah, we'll Thanks, see you again. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Pastor Jonathan. A lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, we'll see you again soon. Bye. Bye-bye. Ta-ra. Ta-ra.